Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats, cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Rubbish! There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison, beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable, what an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. Yeah, right. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello everyone, happy Wednesday to you, June 8th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Just another day, just that, you know, you're not 100% sure if the mic's working, if it's not working. Intern Jacob on the on the producer board i'd rather have it to where it's not booming through my ears and like hurting my eardrums but i, I had the same thing too i was like wait is that my wait huh. yeah you think they'd learn from, from douglas's legacy of let's do a little mic test let's just yeah you got, let's you, test you, the phones you, you out all sit in let's test the phones in. we did let's... test the phone for what it's worth oh okay you just, not, just for, not with you not for us yeah yeah, yeah. well and justin scooting tooting rooting dingus bruiser Fluton, Kalen, he's a pro. His hat says so. Lowe's pro. You're not a Lowe's pro. I am. Yeah, you're right. Lowe's sucks. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Wow. I'm, I'm team Home Depot. Sorry, fellas. I'm team whatever's closer. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care. Yeah, preferably Lowe's. Though. Don't really care. This I, is, orange. <laughs> this is Kentucky Roll Call. Big Roll X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and producer Jacob, as we mentioned, or intern producer Jacob. Wow, are we already he's moving? Two the, titles are we already now. moving the intern tag off of him? <laughs> nice. well, if he's going to be doing that. Pro dintern, yeah, he's the pro dintern. Not going to go with that one. <laughs> really? Thought it really rolled off the tongue. While we're, while we're talking about the intern, we do we do have some updates. He hits Roush with a hey hey Roush. Got on the treadmill last night. I'm getting ready for you. He's getting ready for the race. Roush also had a similar yeah. update in the. If you missed yesterday's show. Uh, Roush thinks he can beat intern Jacob in a race. My wife Jacob was like a track star or something. Disagrees. Uh, she says, who do you, who do you think you can beat in a race right now? <laughs> That's a slap in the face. Could you all beat you, your wife in a race? All you do for yeah, her. Yeah, she's very pregnant. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. That, I'd say that. I'd say hey, you're one person I could beat in a race. <laughs> and then just run Like, do, you know, like touch your toes, do all these things ooh, that you can't ooh, do. Ooh. Yeah. Do a push-up, like uh, <laughs> have my nose touch the ground. <laughs> but you can't do that. Smoke a cigarette right in her face. <laughs> Take a couple shots. <laughs> uh, so the Freedom Flyer, it is on. Both contestants getting prepared for it. 
I watched a lot of people run yesterday, so <laughs> I'm slowly. I'm I'm getting there. That's the walk for you. It's a step in the right walk direction. Walk for you run. Yeah, you you are studying fast people. Thus, you will become. A fast person. Man, there were some fast kids there yesterday. It was a good camp yesterday. Sunday, man. Yesterday, good. Very oh, yeah, good. you were in Lexington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's fun. news. Lots, lots of stuff happening. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to get to that. Yeah, yeah, but we don't need to let the cat out of the bag too quickly. Yeah, we got to do our pleasantries. Right, speaking of, where, what happened? To yeah, the where the hell is intern cat? He was here yesterday. He was no. sitting on your car. Roush? Oh. Well, maybe they're getting here earlier, and she's coming earlier, and they're feeding her, and then she's skadoodling. Because I am seeing the pile of food, which you all can't do too much food. One, you waste it, and two, all the ants eat it. Uh, time out. I haven't fed a cat. Jacob, have you fed a cat? I have not fed a cat. Huh. Yeah. I, mean, there's I don't know who's of, feeding the cat. There's piles of food out there, and it's not me doing it, because I, I, I give enough food. I don't give excess food. Oh, I would give excess yeah, if I were would. to feed the cat. You would. Hmm. I'll like feed the cat. Been the one feeding the cat. I don't know who it's been. It's well, it hasn't been around, so that's suspicious. And then, secondly, what are you two doing with your cars parking? Why are you? Where, what's yeah, going, what the hell? What's going on? Just with wanted this? to give you the best spot. Uh, that was my thinking. I wanted when? to give you all the best. Spot. We've been doing radio Actually, with you for a year and a so half. So you know what my thing was. So I walked out of the door yesterday with Roush's car parked where my car normally is. An intern cat was sitting on his hood. So oh. I made a conscious decision yesterday that intern cat only likes that spot and whatever car is parked there. So I'm not parking there anymore. You all can have it. I'm, wow. done. I'm done. It was a nice luxury. I mean, the talent should get the best parking spot. Absolutely. We've always said yeah. that. And then the intern, we want to be nice. He should get the second best parking mm. spot or third. And then, yeah. Yeah, that makes you can sense. Get over where the old short. I'll, I'll park down at the end of the street if I have to. No, we're no, kidding. You, you, park... you shouldn't park down there. Don't do that. Do not want to leave your car down there. And then, secondly, dealing with parking, cars, the whole kit and caboodle. Intern Jacob really playing into the Oldham County stereotype by mm-hmm. being 21 with Alexis. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was not prepared to be thrown. <laughs> well, uh, don't worry, Jacob. This is uh, the pot is calling the kettle black here because totally Mr. Sports true. Talker was a Mercedes driving high flying say next Tiger. So, like, come on. I had a 1986 Mercedes. That, Mine's 08. That you that the windows you'd have to roll down. You manually. probably had classic tags Did, on I it. I didn't have. I mean, it was I, that nice of a car. No, it was could take it to car shows. Car. Didn't have cup holders in the car, so don't don't be mistaken by the fact that it was the brand Mercedes. <laughs> it was a piece of junk. Now, Not yours looks holders. like, what is that, a 16, 17? <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait, yeah, my butt. Oh, wait. <laughs> Thing looks like it was driven off the lot. When I heard you pulling out, it sounded like a spaceship. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got a little little bump to her. They give you they, they give you a Lexus when you leave the hospital when you're born in Old Town, right? <laughs> Like, Actually, I was born in Jefferson County, so it's, oh. like, it's like Eagleton. Yeah, Parks and Rec. Yeah. <laughs> Do you watch Parks and Rec? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Understand the rec. He gave Parks and Rec, The Office. He's really coming for you, Justin. Speaking of home, Parks Lowe's, and Rec, uh, yeah, I, bet I know more play. than you. What's that? Lowe's, remember oh. Ron? Yeah, I know more than you. I know more than you. I think you. Heard, I think you heard me say I want all your bacon <laughs> <laughs> and eggs. Uh, all right, get your text into the Thornton's text line. They have bacon and egg sandwiches, don't they, Justin? They do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I tried a sausage yesterday. It's good, but it's I'm still a bacon, bacon burrito is my go-to. Bacon, just, egg, and cheese. It just doesn't make sense to me. So you, you get so much more meat with the sausage. Yeah, but it versus, doesn't taste as good. bacon. It just doesn't. I don't know. I disagree. I'm, 
See, and that's the thing, Justin. I don't like the burritos, though. You're, you're a big burrito guy. Yeah. I'd much rather have the you, croissant. You have the mindset, too, that I typically – like, that's what I had in high school. And now, you know what? I'm a little bit older. I can just go for quality over quantity of my meats. And bacon is a far superior meat. I think we can all agree. Bacon's more versatile, for sure. Yeah. But on a breakfast sandwich so- or breakfast item, I think sausage is... No, sausage is yeah. much more versatile. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. No you're, shot. Not, you're, not, you're not wrapping, like... Oh, yeah. You're not wrapping hot dogs in sausage. You ain't <laughs> making spaghetti with bacon, baby. I'll tell you that much. Sausage you use for a ton of different things. Do you use sausage to make your spaghetti? Morning sausage? Ba- yeah, you can use breakfast sausage for your spaghetti. You put it in your chili? Yeah, you put it in your chili. What? What? I've never used sausage for either of those. I've sprinkled Same. bacon in... No, not him. Actually, you can have now him I'm talking chicken about carbonara. Bacon. Here's the thing about bacon. I actually do think sausage is more versatile. Like breakfast sausage That's you'll wild. find in more meats. You'll find used in more dishes. That being said, what is bacon bad in? Like you could probably add bacon to theoretically almost anything. Like you can wrap it around a filet. You can Stuffed chop it peppers. up and put it in a salad. You I put can, bacon in my ma- tuna salad. I, I may be talking myself mm. out of the sausage take. Not because bacon is found in more things, but I think you can just put it in more things and get away with it, and people aren't even going to bat an eye to it. AKA more versatile. You put, maybe so, maybe so. It, I, could, I, I maybe could be convinced of this. I would also say that bacon's flavor is a little bit more powerful. So when it's in something, you notice it. That's not always the case with sausage. I don't know. You're eating the wrong sausage, buddy. I think so too. You need some spicy breakfast, good, delicious well, sausage. But yeah, I've got to deal with a woman who can't like you know. So need all that. Understandable. Yeah, I would say because bake- that's spicy. Oh, the mapley. Have you had the mapley sausage? I've never even heard of it. It's like basically maple syrup flavored sauce, breakfast Ow. sausage. It's very Ow. good. I would in. I take that on bacon. Give me the maple bacon, maple blue. Yeah, bacon. yeah, that's good. I'll do that as well. Yeah, anything with syrup. That that's the thing, Justin. I still think breakfast sausage may be more common in actual dishes bacon more of a luxury in terms of you'll just find it as a topping yeah hey here's some bacon 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 where it's not really carrying the weight of a meal of a dish the bacon the bacon is yeah it's a it's an added luxury piece that's true yeah that's a good way to put it but i (sighs) I just i don't know i i give me sausage on a sandwich give me bacon on everything else period what about Bacon on top of your sausage in the sandwich. That's actually okay. Nobody's yeah. saying no to that. No, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Mm, double the meats. This sounds like a, that sounds like an Arby's thing that Trevor would do. Sausage bacon McGriddle. Yeah. <laughs> you have uh, the syrup. I'm out. I'm um wild. wild. You, you mentioned wild. bacon yeah. on a sandwich though. We're almost to BLT season. It's it's right around the corner. Mm. Very much looking forward you to that. You growing bacon in your garden? No. <laughs> no, don't have any pigs running around. <laughs> Well, you're not going to you, make one, though. What if you did have a bacon tree? Like, would <laughs> be awesome. Just going to go out and pick some bacon, honey. And like, ooh, extra crispy today. But the tree squealed when you pulled the bacon off of it. <laughs> Wee! <laughs> it's a Wednesday! <laughs> for sure. Well, as you've probably heard this week, and it's terribly sad news, we, we are... Our, our friend Douglas has left this world, and we miss him dearly. We're going to say our goodbyes to him on Friday with a service. Uh, I, I tweeted out the obituary a couple of days ago, so if you want to join and say goodbye to Douglas, you probably didn't know him if you're a listener, but you knew him through the KRC family, so in a way that you did, uh, go find my retweet. But but we are 
going to do the show on Friday and then we're going to get a breakfast. But this is I'm tying all this in. Justin just refuses to go to Waffle House, and I don't know what we're going to do, Roush. I don't understand it. There's so many other options, fellas. There's literally so I mean, many other options. we know Thornton's has a great breakfast. Let's just go right. sit in Thornton's. We'll, we'll even go to your all side of the river. We'll <laughs> gamble of, on some slots while we're there. Speaking of which, NBA <laughs> playoffs tonight, I'm going to get my bets in. Ooh. Wow. Playoffs are tonight. Just like that, Salsaritas, we've added a $2 off reward to your account. You Unbelievable. Valid today only, though, so... I don't know if I'll be able to make it there for that one, but they Salsaritas does that so often that I'm sure some one of these days I'll get there and, and and get it. But Justin, where would you like to go? Where would you want to go for breakfast? Anywhere but Waffle House. Literally any any other option. We um, <laughs> you've been how long have you lived in Jeffersonville? Would you say? Uh, I think it's been coming up on four years now. Four years. Where'd you live before then? I uh, was so when I first moved back from Florida, I lived with my mom for almost a year. Wow, out in court, what a loser. Yeah, no kidding, <laughs> no kidding. S- saving money, living with mom. I'm kidding. What a what an idiot, That's Trevor. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding, Justin. Uh, all right, so you've moved Florida. So you've got four years of experience. We need you to take us somewhere local. Then, if you refuse to go to Waffle House. He doesn't know anywhere local. He but he lives know. local. He's he's been here for four years. You should know the local. I breakfast go to each bags of chips. I dinner. go to one breakfast place, and I only know of two. I know of one other than Waffle House. What I know of Taylor, one. What it's about right Taylor's downtown. Cereal Bowl Kitchen. That, that sounds like they would is have that some New Albany. Uh, I think that's a new thing. It's in Jeffersonville. Really. Yeah, I know of uh, Adrian just, and Co. Right downtown, they would true. have breakfast. That's, that's true. probably pretty. They good. They have breakfast sandwiches. They've got everything. That's oh, breakfast. Yeah. Let's it's not do just that. donuts. Let's do that. Okay. See? Easy. Easy peasy. I've, never, know, been, I've never been there either. You've never been there? No. And I'm the I'm the you're the Jeffersonville guy. I stop tell, I'm telling you, you I know, stick to one breakfast place. It's Thornton's. You know what? You're a good company man. You know? Yep. You're a good company man. Well, I'm excited about that. We'll have to get a place settled in. Intern Jacob, you gonna join us for breakfast on Friday? If you'll allow it, no, I'll be there. We'll allow it, buddy. Allow it. We'll allow it. It'll be a, it, it'll be a good time. Uh, today's show is going to be a good time. We have sports and actual things to talk about. Get your text into the Thornton text line, 502-414-1450. And one, Chris Rodriguez emerges from the football facility overlooking the camp yesterday. I saw Justin Rowland had a picture of it. May as well call him. Thick Rodriguez with the way he was looking. The beard. Beard makes him look a lot. I was going more with all the body weight. Not oh. the beard. Gains. Gain season. No, it could totally all be muscle for what it's worth. But he looks huge in that picture that yeah, Justin Rowland tweeted out. Yeah. Like, legs look big. Well, did you see the picture that big, was on KentuckySportsRadio.com? No, I don't generally frequent. Who wow. Writes, who, who writes there? I, I, yeah. I had a picture, too, and I felt like, uh, felt like it was an episode of Rear Window. You know, where you're like kind of creeping because it, it was very zoomed in, a little grainy. Um, yeah. Let's see. I actually did not see your picture, but I'm. Mine, he's talking to Susan Lax, and I'm just wondering what to be a fly on the wall in that conversation. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but C Rod was back. He's with the football team, I guess. I still. Uh, <laughs> so here, here's the thing. I've been having plenty of, like, I, I just, I talk to people quite frequently. And within the last week, there was some sort of, 
you know, it might not be as bad as we thought kind of deal. I still can't. Everybody still asks me what's going on and what happened, what's this, what's that. Still can't get a hard and fast answer on that. But it now sounds like something that can be taken care of. Like he can handle it and be able to move on instead of in his season college football career sort of deal. So that's good news. I, I think right now that folks are a little bit more optimistic. I would still guesstimate that Chris is going to be missing some games. Um, my bet would be just the month of September. They don't play anybody uh, besides oh, Florida, Florida. Florida, but they they have Miami, Florida, Youngstown State, and Northern Illinois. Those are their first four games. You would certainly miss them down in at the swamp, but outside of that, uh, not a whole lot there. Give the other guys some more reps. Uh, that's that's my guesstimate. A four game suspension to start the year, uh, but like I said, still don't know the specifics. But I think in addition, seeing Chris there and then having people say, you know, they're feeling a little bit better about it makes me more optimistic. Um, but like you said, DJ, too, did look a little bit larger. So um, there's, I, I would say after the stress of the last month or so, I can't blame him. Uh, but as we alluded to, kind of after the DUI and that whole thing kind of blew up with the attorneys not showing up and everything, you hope that. He uses this, um, we'll just call it adversity, to light a fire under his tail end instead of go the opposite way. Because, you know, it, it you're kind of at a spot where you can go in one or two directions. Yeah, no, you, you we all, whether he ever played another down for UK or not, you'd hope that at least this was just eye-opening to get his stuff together, maybe wait, make a final, another push to have a career in football, whether the NFL or one of these other leagues that's emerging. And even if it was outside of football, just, hey, buddy, you're in the real world. And if you do silly things and you get in trouble legally for it, you're, you're going to be on your own. Or if you... You, you know, if you skirt rules and whatever you get into next and you get in trouble for it, you're going to have to deal with that yourself. You hope whatever he was doing, that he'd be able to kind of take this as a learning experience, move on and be better because of it. All that being said, everybody that's ever listened to this radio show that's a UK fan would want that to be one more season in UK Jersey, right, figure right. that stuff out. Yeah. Um, and this update makes it seem like that's a possibility. And I don't think UK is allowing him to be seen anywhere around the football facility. Not that they'd lock him out, take his keys, all that stuff. But I also don't think they'd say, hey, we got media in the house today. Chris, why don't you walk around and show yourself? If if UK, I think, was done done with them, didn't think there was a chance he was ever going to put on the jersey again, Again, not saying that they wouldn't let them use their facilities and this, that, or the other. I just don't think they'd let it be a media show like it turned into yesterday, or at least it turned into on social media, because everybody wanted to talk about the Chris Rodriguez pictures that surfaced on the internet. And with those pictures came new reports from media members that were at the camps, Roush included, what he just said. Hey, this roller coaster, not over yet, because maybe now we will see Chris Rodriguez play, as Roush mentioned. Uh, it seems like the popular consensus now is a four-game suspension, which would, as Roush mentioned, have him miss the Miami-Ohio season opener, then the SEC opener down in Gainesville September 10th. 
Kentucky comes back with a snoozer against Youngstown State, and then they finish up September, as Roush mentioned, at home against Northern Illinois. You'd be fine without him in those games. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Florida one, tricky. And then I don't love the fact that his first game back could be the road game at Ole Miss just because the offense would probably need some time to mesh. So how about we go with a three-game suspension? You get him back for Northern Illinois – Shake off the rust and the cobwebs, boom, you hit the ground running with a huge road game at Oxford. Uh, no idea what he did. Certainly seems like, just to speculate, which is not fair to him, Or, but we're radio hosts and that's what we do. Seems like it's something with nil, money, eligibility, where this isn't really even so much a UK. Like with the DUI, UK would have to come down and say, what are we doing from a discipline standpoint? And with something that happened five months, six months in advance, the discipline's probably all in-house. It's working out. It's exercising. It's doing this. You have to community service, whatever it may be. Yeah. With with this, I don't think it's a UK punishment thing. I think it's what the NCAA is going to tell you or what UK compliance says we have to do. I don't think it's so much what UK is saying what's a fair punishment for you. The way it seems, Roush, connecting the dots, makes it seem like – what are you going to be allowed to play? We would love to have you every game, but you did this or you did X, Y, Z. You broke NCAA rules, maybe, allegedly, potentially, and you got to sit out these games. That's better than an entire season if that is the case. So I'm happy about that. And while we were talking about an entire season, Roush, and you had Javon Baker leave, there's a little part of me that was like, did some players do some eligibility stuff that was really bad? And again, just trying to connect the dots, trying to think outside the box of what could be going on with all this. And it made me get to a point where I was like, oh my gosh, what if this stuff happened before nil and UK's just finding out about it? Are games going to have to be forfeited? Will they have to go back in record books and say, you know what, you technically were a professional and you were playing college football? I think yesterday's update eases all of those big picture, crazy thought yeah, concerns. Yeah. It seems like all of this is incredibly manageable. Whatever Chris did is not unforgivable or without that can't be fixed. And I do. I think you're I, I think UK is probably under the assumption you're gonna see him in a UK jersey this week. And I'm not so sure last week that was the case or this year, excuse me. I'm not sure sure last week that'd be the case. Or two weeks ago that'd be the case. So seems like it's moving in the right direction. A suspension UK can handle. Losing him the entire season, that was gonna kind of stink. Right, right. And it's <clears throat> excuse me. It's a, it's also it's still bizarre to be talking around this without knowing specifics. Uh, but it does. I, I, I think since we're dealing in a, in a whole new kind of college athletics ecosystem, there's just a lot of uncertainty around certain things. Uh, and, and that's why we're tap dancing around and why they're trying to keep things so quiet. Uh, they have – or they were, excuse me, in the month of May, just quiet in general, particularly about recruiting and stuff. I think that was a concerted effort where Stoops kind of put his foot down, like, we got to we gotta tighten things up. We got to clean things up here. We can't have, you know, every assistant and GA and everybody and their brother talking to reporters and stuff getting out. We got to keep some stuff in-house um, so we can handle it and move forward. And, and that seems to be what the what's happened. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty around it, but at least the, I, I think the positive for, that you can take away from it all is at least they're trending in the right direction. That initial shock, it was a shock, I think. Uh, but now 
They're picking the pieces back up together, and it's going to be a manageable situation for Kentucky in 2022. Do we know how many yards he needs for the school record? It's 1,400. That's going to be tough to do without four games. Yeah. Which, you know what? So he could theoretically have nine games to do it. I mean, if he SEC tournament, SEC play or SEC championship, NCAA college football playoffs, it could be more than that. But let's just assume it'd be nine games with a bowl game. Hey, Nick. Not impossible. I got a question for you. Okay. Kentucky's record prediction with C Rod and without. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I take it down a game without C-Rod for the whole year. I, don't, I probably don't change it with them, but um, I'll do 10-2, and 9-3. and three. I'm confident enough in those other running backs. Schedule sets up well enough. Yeah. 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 If they could beat Flo- – if they could win at Florida without Chris Rodriguez, then you would finish September 4-0 and and you'd go into that Mississippi game just – I'm um I'm what gets helped convince me that Florida's gonna stink. They play Utah in week one. Florida has physicality questions. Utah is gonna kick their asses, just physically beat them up, and then Kentucky's gonna come in the next week and do the same thing. They're they're not gonna want any part of that. I'm 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 much more confident in that Florida game than I should be. <laughs> I'll admit it. Um winning two of the last four, only once down there in the last thirty years, but two of the last four, I Kentucky's not gonna come in. They're they're gonna believe they're gonna win that game and kind of run away with it. Is yeah. the game against Utah at home or away? It's at home. They play back to back games at home. Against I was gonna say because that could be huge if they're coming back from Utah. Yeah, I, I, pretty, I, I believe they're both at home to open the season. Which you want to talk about an awful way to open up a new coaching era? <laughs> like you got to you go welcome two? two top twenty five teams that play a physical style of football like that. That's gonna be tough for Florida. At least you're at home. Yeah, yeah. I do wish so badly that that. Florida game was was in Lexington, but that's not the way schedules work, and UK is going to have to go down there. And if this is the season we think it may be, or the team we we think it may be, they need to go down there and take care of business. Let's go to our first break. We will come back. Keep the text coming in to the Thornton's text line five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. We'll talk a little bit more football. We need to talk about some big time college basketball news that was super annoying. I think you probably know where we're going with that. And we've got a lot of other stuff to get to. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call. TJ Walker, Justin Kalen, Nick myself run Beth run for your life before this man kills you both then do you know what the klutz did no and I don't care Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 14.50 AM. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 replay of the show. And then after the replay of the show, are you still working the board today? Um, So I am working with two guys from Word Media who are going to be over here today. I'll be here for questions, but they are technically running the board. From where media? From Word. 
for the other station. Yeah. Who are these people? Uh, Dave and Gary. Oh, well, we've heard about Gary. Yeah. I don't know if we've heard. I don't know if I'm familiar with Dave. And they're just going to learn the, the ropes? No, they were in. So they were in yesterday uh, to kind of learn the board and all that, which it's similar to what they use, but it's not the same. So it might be a little different for them. So I'm going to be here for any questions today. Is the bird the word? Bird's the word. Did you tell him if intern Jacob can figure it out? That's literally exactly what I told him. <laughs> I told him, I said, I haven't, I ha- we've had an intern for two weeks, two, three weeks now. He ran the board by himself today, has never worked in radio. I was like, you all have worked in radio. It's going to take you less than a day. You're, you're fine. Stop. Amateurs. They, they were, they were kind of, <laughs> they were freaking themselves out. I was like, y'all, y'all got this. Okay. It's going to be okay. So you'll, but you'll be here. If any questions arise. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Man, Justin, he's like upper management now. Sheesh. He is. We got to get you a new title. Got to give me a new job. Uh, bruiser. <laughs> haven't, haven't been to the hotel at all this week. Wow. <laughs> they miss you? Oh, I'm sure. The bar, the the cougars at the bar. I, Go um, thirsty. I can tell Justin's been hanging out with Spears, too. He's wearing the You're Killing Me small shirt. Mm-hmm. Little actually, TV, actually little sports it, movie. Got talk. it from Spears. <laughs> he actually gave it to me as a gift for doing a show on Monday. Did he really? No. <laughs> but if we, uh, if you all haven't been listening to Spears on sports, he's been having movie discussions, sports movie discussions over the summer, which oh. is a good, fun topic. But uh. it's it's just very amusing because he. Uh, yeah. Why don't you provide the background to the listeners of, of how this impacts us? Spears will message a group of people. <laughs> I think it's eight people on like Monday or Tuesday. Hey. What's your? He, he's basically just polling others. We don't know who all it is, but he's just like, "What's your favorite baseball movie?" Shoot, and quickly, it did not take. TJ and I are the young. Are the young? We don't know that. Wait, hold Wait. on, time out. You all are in a text thread with John Spears, and I'm not in it. I mean, Ray I watch was, sports movies. There was a, Roush isn't doing the best job <laughs> describing it. All of a sudden, about a few weeks ago, we got a, a text message from just a list, eight eight people. I didn't recognize a single number except for Roush's. And I probably should have had Spears' number. I figured out who Spears was, so I got two numbers. So then there's, what, six others that I don't know who they are. But Spears was asking two weeks ago, what's your top three favorite baseball movies? And as always, anytime you're in a group message with a bunch of random numbers, you're like, I hope people just respond individually to this person. Nope, in this message, it's just uh, all these different strange numbers sending their favorite baseball movies over, and my phone's buzzing every two seconds. Anyways, not that huge of a deal. So I'm like, whatever, I'll have some fun. And I send over my baseball movies. Rouse sends over his baseball movies. We don't even know what it was for. Like, we just thought, like, some dude just wanted our favorite baseball movies. I'm listening to The Big X the next day at noon because I love Beers with Spears. And he starts his show. I texted about 70 people last night their favorite (laughs) baseball movies. So we were in just a pod. Like, he had probably... Oh, wow. He probably had... 15 of those group messages. No joke. He probably had 15 group messages with about eight people in each of them. I don't know who's in our pod. He says that he's he's got inter, he's got media members, he's got coaches, he's got players, he's got friends. He's just got, you know, you don't know who's in your... We J- have, Jason we have Frakes got added to it, the, the, the most recent edition. In ours? Yeah. Yeah, he's That's in that huge. one. Yeah. Did yeah. he respond to anything? Yeah. He was, he was the one who was like, uh, Spears will probably just say uh, Rudy... 
Three times is his favorite football movie. Well, now I can save Frakes to the, which to we, the list. Which we did not include in our top three. But it's, a, it's kind of a, a fun mystery just not knowing, you know, who you're who you're sharing these these moments with. So that happens. He goes on. He does his baseball. He's doing it for a show segment, and he takes all the, the votes, and he top uh, among people in Louisville, here's the, the top three baseball movies. I wasn't sure if that was going to be it or not, but sure enough, around the same time the next week, all right, everybody, send over your three favorite basketball movies. So I guess this thread's just going to be a movie thread all summer for Spears' show, and I personally love it. Now, what I am doing, and I wouldn't tell Spears this, each time I'm throwing in one movie that's actually not my favorite. <laughs> it's like two truths and a lie. Two truths and a lie. <laughs> I didn't do it for the baseball one. Those are my favorite three baseball movies, Major League, Sandlot, and Fever Pitch. Roush went with... Sandlot, Major League, and Rookie of the Year. Mm. So we Pitcher's two, got a big butt. We had two of the same, one different. Hot ice. All right, for basketball, though, I threw in one that's not my actual favorite. The other two are. Let's see if you all can figure it out. Okay. Okay. Airbud Semi-Pro, double teamed. Uh, it's got to be uh, Airbud. Nah, double, double teamed. teamed. Yeah. Mm, it's Airbud. Yeah. I love See, the, I love I love double teamed. No. One of the best final shot scenes in the history of of cine, uh, cinema. Uh, cinema photography. Cinema my brain photography. my brain told me to go Airbud, but then I I saw your soft spot in your heart for dogs, being that you have a dog. So Airbud's like, incredibly overrated. Yeah, it is. Uh, at least on the basketball court, because yeah. my football movie. See if you can find the stinker in this one. Air receiver. Remember the Titans? <laughs> Air Bud Golden Receiver? Little Giants. Gotta be. Remember the Titans? Little Giants. Little Giants. Are you, yeah, Little Giants is the best movie, Little football Giants movie of all time. When he mentioned that, that one, is I was like, goat. dang it. I should have had that one instead of the replacements. Air Bud Golden Receiver is the fake okay, on that, that one. Uh, although, great movie. Not one of my top three favorite <laughs> just, football movies. Just put all the Air Buds oh, yeah, in the yeah. sports category. Favorite volleyball movies. Air Bud. Spike. I'm pretty sure they had like a beach volleyball one. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. yeah, they did them all. Let's see what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> they really, they they really milked the straight to VHS market as best they could. I'm irrationally upset. I'm not on one. Airbud spike back. I knew, spike. It was, I knew it was something <laughs> spike. Instead of strikes back. Yeah. Oh, no it. big names in this one, unless you're a big Robert Tinkler fan. <laughs> so uh, you can hear Spears top rated. Movies, uh, this week it is football movies. Roush went with uh, Varsity Blues, Friday Night Lights, and The Replacements. The Replacements is an underrated football movie. Yes, yes. I Uh, think people kind of give it a hard time. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Varsity Blues is very much like uh, the Trevor Kelsey generation. That that, that was... High school. That was an NC seventeen movie as well. That they did that rating system for briefly, and people loved, it, ate it up. First MTV movie they made. How do you? Neither of y'all have Waterboy. Waterboy. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, if if I was replacing Airbud Golden Receiver with one that I actually liked, probably would be Waterboy. And do I think Waterboy is like a better movie than say like a Friday Night Lights? Probably not. But probably so. From like a nostalgia, and it's a comedy, so it just kind of leans which way you like. But it doesn't get better than Little Giants for football. TJ. I mean, it's pretty wild that like his brother, a Heisman Trophy winner, such yeah. a jerk, won't let his brother get on the water tower with him. Wow. Also, kind of hilarious, his brother 
not a star football player, thinks that he needs to take his brother Shine and be on the water tower. I mean, the family dynamics in this movie are the, is the real story. They're deep. Yeah, go on, Jacob. How many Air Bud movies do you think there are total? <laughs> I'd guess like seven or six. I'm going 11. I was, 11 was the number I had in mind. There are 12. Oh, wow. Yeah, but here's here's what I learned. You're counting some of like the Christmas movies, right? All of them. Yeah. Space see, Buddies. I'm talking Space Buddies. Snow Buddies. <laughs> I'm talking Treasure specifically buddies. from the sports aspect of things because they did end up just making like Air Bud goes to college. You know, every, they did everything. <laughs> Airbud gets his first nil deal. <laughs> Airbud Air Bud tests positive for PEDs. <laughs> oh man! Airbud goes oh, to the farm. You know how now they have like a a dramatic a dramatic retelling of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. No, I didn't know that. that. They they've got that on Peacock. It's it's the dr- the drama version. The um, that's how they're remaking movies now. It's like a different spin, a dark twist in this movie. That's what's up next for Airbud. Airbud, basketball star, down on his luck. <laughs> Airbud starts, starts it, eating people food and Air loses Bud, control, gains a bunch of weight, gets out of shape. Inside gambling, he's throwing games. <laughs> <laughs> you just see him get hot out of the gym, arrested. Buddy, why did you miss that shot? You were wide open. You're going to the pound for a long time, and all these like betting tickets are falling out of his, <laughs> his jersey. Underneath his collar, you got him tucked in. <laughs> A lot of treats come out too. He's juiced. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton sex line. Oh, that's bold. A local touring company is offering the ultimate Kentucky bourbon vacation package, and it costs forty two thousand dollars. What would you include for the old? What do you? All right, you're. It's it, it's it's four people, so you're paying just ten a, grand a pop. Basically. Yeah, a little over ten grand a pop. For the ultimate bourbon, how it, long? How long? It is two nights. What? What? Two nights. So Jesus. three days. It's a weekend. It's a weekend. You get Friday. You get Saturday night. You probably well, get a. So it's a weekend. I would assume you get like a penthouse in the Omni or something. You do. And then you would probably you would get the VIP tours downtown. But, like, they've got to include, like, a barrel of your own. Like, I'm sure you get to pour your own bourbon into a barrel, let it age, and then they give you, like, a barrel of whiskey as well to bottle or something like that. Uh, Custom labels, that that sort of deal. If I'm doing a bourbon, you better take me to, like, any bourbon place I want to go to in Kentucky. I've got a helicopter for Pete's sake. Yeah, they're yeah, taking you around yeah. on a helicopter. You can't drink $3,300 worth of bourbon every day, though. Well, it's not every day. But, I, you know, you get to see them. They're pretty. They're fun. That smells nice. You get to go. You'd, you'd feel important flying all over the the state and whatnot. But, yeah, I don't know. Just bourbon, a nice night at the Omni, and a helicopter ride, that's not doing it for me. For you got to check out a cave. For 10000 10, You said a cave? Cave. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that actually be kind of cool. Like, yeah. hey, you get a private dinner in Mammoth Cave with the bourbon. Hey, you there's an now, idea. There's, yeah. Now I'm now you, you're speaking my language yeah. a little the, bit. That um, the place at Makers where the forty six is, and they've got the the barrels in the cave. I want to go to the castle. Surrounded too. by the there there is a, a castle and key distillery, which is an old castle. Maybe you're you get uh, peasants to serve you dinner um, at the the castle and key. Just the first text we got in from the Thornton text line today. Whew. About it. You, you, you don't see it? 
Don't know if I should pull it up. Should you read it? No. no. I like being on this side. I don't know what the text line says. Uh, it's just it's, wild. It makes it fun. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. But why not go to the actual castle, the Kentucky castle? Because they don't have bourbon barrels getting made there. No, you should get a private tour of the Kentucky castle. But that's not like bourbon, though. That You can pour bourbon in a cup and then give them the private tour. Yeah, but that, but I'm telling you, there's a <laughs> castle where they make bourbon, so you would go to the castle Do where both. they make bourbon. Do both. Because you only have three days. There's only so much time. Take Jeez, the helicopter. Why don't you go ahead and tell us what's actually on this tour? I kind of already have a little bit. Wait, um, that's it? No, it's pretty light. Yeah, it's not It's not worth it. I mean, at least from what they're saying. Maybe there's some other stuff in here that so, I don't know about. So, Omni Suite. Uh, Omni, two nights at the Omni. You get a helicopter that takes you to... Now it's gone away. Oh, four, I thought you were exaggerating. No, you get a helicopter that takes you to like four roses where you get to select your own barrel. And that's all it says. <laughs> the barrels are... Um... I mean, there's obviously got to be more details to all of it. Like, they're, I'm sure that all your meals are provided for. Yeah, the, and they... But people will spend a lot of money for their own to handpick a barrel of whiskey for or a barrel of bourbon for themselves, and then you can bottle it and what have you. Two nights at the Omni, helicopter ride to Maker Mark's facility, private tour and barrel select, just $42,000 for a party of four. You give me $42,000, and I'm taking you and your four friends, and you're having a much better time. I, you, I promise you. Yeah. If anybody wants to, $40,000, $40, you save $2,000, I'll give you a better experience. It will not include a helicopter ride, but you won't even care about that. We'll get you a cool car. The um, And you're going to eat in a cave. They're only doing this, though, because... And play Valhalla. They know yeah. that there's a demand for it. People were asking for it. I was shocked uh, talking to to somebody who was we were, we were downtown. They were like, "Yeah, so what are you doing here?" It's like we're here for the the bourbon tours, and it's like you just forget that that's when you live here. That's something people come to do. Have you ever done a bourbon tour? Uh, a couple. They're yeah. fun. Yeah, they're the buddy of mine when he turned thirty. Big party bus went to bourbon tour. Went to a couple bourbon tours. It was that was sweet. I would I would do that any weekend. I've done makers a, a few times. For me though, it's it's once you've done one or like I, I, I don't I, say it, Ralph. I can't. I just can't do every single one. Like they, they're all, they're all so different in their own ways. You have to do them mm -hmm. all. Especially your live. You yeah. lived in Kentucky your whole just, life. I'd rather just you have like to do them all. I'd rather just belly up. No, like bourbon's made basically the same way everywhere. No. Yeah, but they're they're all just their with distilleries different are different. The layout of their land is different. Their barns, their their barrel setup, yeah, everything's different. I'm, I'm good. You're crazy. Makers is the best. It's going to be no. hard to top that one. Woodford's I want to go best. to... Woodford's the best. No, the distillery. Woodford is this tiny. It's not on a cool... No. Woodford was cool. Woodford, is, Woodford has been my favorite today. That is an objectively horrific They got like Justin. 18 miles of black fencing when you drive in. It's beautiful. That's like the most beautiful that's part of Kentucky. That's Lexington horse country. That's... Oh. Yeah, Justin, that's just an all-time bad take. Yesterday in history in 1769, uh, you had, I think, Daniel Boone... Recognize the bluegrass region for the first time. So there you go. That sounds like... Uh, 23 years before Kentucky became a state. Mm -hmm. How about that? Mm -hmm. Oh, good math. I like it that they had probably been in Kentucky for a while, gone through the eastern part in the mountains, and then they were like, oh, this part is beautiful. Yeah. Like this, the rolling hills. The plains. Uh, this, this is nice. The plains. This is the real deal. Yeah, no, I, I think the... I, I guess at some point I'd get 
maybe sick of bourbon tours, but you get with the it's, it's more of a right group of people thing, Roush. So I guess Roush has been going. If you've gone on a bourbon tour with Nick Roush, he has not enjoyed his time with you. <laughs> PSA to everybody out there. It's more about who you're with because you're right. Like a lot of the stuff they're saying is similar. It's similar, to yeah. And it's the also bourbon something... tasting you have. You're not going to be like, oh my gosh, this compared to the one I had two weeks ago. Well, like if Night I came in town, I wouldn't do a multiple. I would see one, and then maybe you come back later. For I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Uh, I'm I'm good. I haven't been on a bourbon tour in probably three years, so I'm due for one. Mm. It'll be fine when I go. I'll have a good time. But like to spend an entire weekend doing it, I I would just rather do something else. Just give me one, and then I'll go to the bars afterwards. I, I will the, agree with you on that. I can't. I wouldn't want to do more than cooler, one today. So we discovered that was kind of fun. You're out and about. You're in a party bus. You may as well stop by one more. Bus. When we were. <laughs> Um, walking around downtown, like, it's like, what's this door to? And we walk downstairs, and there's, um, I think it's called Hell or High Water. It is a, they th- they throw around the term speakeasy quite a bit, but it's literally the door is a bookshelf to like get in. You don't, you don't, it's pretty unassuming. You go down there and they're like, well, do you have reservations? No, no, we don't. It's like, sorry. Well, you call ahead for reservations. We can get you all in tomorrow. And it's like, oh, so that's the kind of place this is. So now I've got to go see what it is. Pretty Wait, neat. The, so that the speakeasy didn't let you in? Yeah, no, yeah, we didn't have reservations. It's on, um, well, you know, backside of Whiskey Row. Uh, that uh, a speakeasy? No, that's not. You don't do reservations for a speakeasy. That's, well, it's the, the same thing as having a password if you want to do it that way. But we also had a group. No, of six I, people. I, I wish I would like it if they just like were like you don't have the password and you're not coming in. Get lost. I think you didn't have the password. So it just started yoga. Password. <laughs> We That's went to a place in Portland, Maine that was like the bona fide speakeasy of New England, which like if you have that label, you're not really a speakeasy. Like everybody knows about you. Yeah. But it was kind of it like you couldn't find the address of the place online. Mm, I mean, that's good. you could like get on a Reddit thread and get down some wormholes and eventually come to find it. But it you were just like walking around in downtown Portland, this Portland, Maine. Um, and then it was you would like go into a laundry store or like a, it was like a lot. It was like a half laundry store, half like yoga facility. And like you take a left and you go down these stairs and then it looks like just like a broom closet and you open it up and it was like this huge bar. That was pretty cool. But even then, you know, like either be a real speakeasy and be off the books. And if you get caught, like, you know, the feds are going to get ticked off at you or, or don't. It just is be a, the, just be a novelty. It is though. Uh, it's uh, kind of similar to the Western pictures, you know. At uh, that that's kind of our version of uh, yeah touristy fun thing to do. That's Ooh, true. check out the speakies, which really just means cool bar. I wonder if in like a hundred years they'll do like you know speakeasy because like. The what is the speakeasy really all that cool? Just reliving the time of prohibition where you had to sneak, and you were drinking getting, awful booze. Yeah, sneak yeah. alcohol and whatnot. People were dying because they were ra- drinking. You worried about the place being raided and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. In like a hundred years, they do like a COVID restriction bar. Like, all right, every, hey, hey, wear your mask. You all get the hell away from each other. If you want to drink, six feet away from each other, waiting in line. Did you? Uh, did you ever do a? Have you ever been to a Roaring Twenty theme party? I've not. Uh, Never uh, have. Intern Jacob. No, Mm-mm. they were they were very popular when when the New Year's 2020 that was a popular thing where people dressed up like flapper girls and stuff like that. Uh, I, we did the first murder mystery party we did 
uh, for Brooks' birthday five years ago or so was uh, a Roaring Twenties theme. Very fun. Very fun. I think theme parties always a good time. Especially like the 20s, you're just acting like you're gangsters, drink brown liquor, smoke cigars. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Yeah. We also, yeah, what, what are the, we're, we're going to need the back half of this 20s to be much better than the, the, <laughs> the front end. I mean, I know yeah. we're only two years into, or I guess three years into it, but Ooh. right now a roaring 2020s party would not be so much fun. No. People just fight it with each other. It'd be a pandemic. You got to storm the storm the capital <laughs> it wouldn't it just wouldn't be wouldn't be a good time you have to show your vaccine passport to even get into the party <laughs> people will be like i haven't had it for years no nope, sorry you can't get in <sighs> all right uh, hour one done hour two we got to talk a little bit uh we got some basketball news yeah i have to talk about i, I want to share a few things about some kids i saw yesterday too oh yeah we got to yeah. talk about roush's camp as well and then i've got a basketball hypothetical that uh, curious to pick everybody's brains on. So we'll do all those things. we got to read the Thornton text line. Keep them coming. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, TJ Walker, Nick cow. Rouse, Justin and Kalen, and intern Jacob Buchel. Is it a cup of thing in some kind of sandbar with nine dollars and guitar? Is it something to get you through? Just a sad song playing on the radio station. Tears to Love song about someone over? You say over? I heard no family. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob here on your hump day, Wednesday edition of the show. Uh, I left, oh, they're in here. You all see these new Shady Rays? Dang, those are sweet. Yeah. I usually wear them when I'm wearing like a green shirt or a green hat. sparkly on the front? Yeah, they got a little design. Oh, you're bringing your green hat? Mm Mm-hmm. Everybody's didn't doing it. Didn't wear the green today, but had it had the green shirt yesterday, so I wore the the green shady rays. Everybody, it was like, wow, that guy. I wonder if he's always oh, got a ring on. Was that I the mystery pair? Uh, no, no, this are two. If these were the mystery pair, I'd just be doing mystery pairs, nothing <laughs> exclusively. But these uh, these were selected, and I enjoy them. And you'll enjoy what you get from Shady Rays. Go to shadyrays.com. They have a ginormous selection. Cheap, affordable sunglasses, but they don't look cheap, and they don't look necessarily all that affordable. They look like the the, the expensive, main, big, uh, Hawaii Joe sunglasses that you may see out and about. But you're you're going to pay a much cheaper price. You're going to give money to feed homeless in America, and you're supporting a Kentucky company that is supporting a Kentucky radio show and you may be a Kentucky fan. See, we're all helping each other out here. Go to ShadyRays.com, but to really help yourself out, use the promo code BIGX. You will get 25% off your order, so go on, load it up. Remember, when you're about ready to check out, they may try to bribe you with some secret polarized pairs, mystery pairs. Say yes to them. For me, it was only 19 bucks. $19 for these sunglasses. Are those your mysteries? Justin great, just asked that. Great listening, Ralph. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Didn't. Stop, wait, stop picking your nose. You do pick your nose too much for a grown man. I do. I don't want to do this. I've, got, the I've got long rays. nose hairs, and I just, I love to just, it's a, it's a, it's a nervous habit. 
Yank them out. Yep. ShadyRays.com, you Sorry. can pick your favorite pair of sunglasses, and they will do replacement pairs. He, he's still just going during the ad read. <laughs> Got swear, no more nails to bite. I wish we were at I, home. DJ, can I, can I tell you, I'll never say anything but Hawaii Joe again. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. For your other pair of shades. <laughs> Shady Rays, Big X promo code. They do replacement pairs. Kentucky Company for Kentuckians. We love them. You will too. All right, Roush, tell us what you saw from some from some camp action. Rode up uh, to Lexington with Luckett. It was a good time. Uh, yeah, you had something on the ride up? I asked if you listened to Pardon My Take do the Kentucky Sports Radio Takeover. Uh, I did not. We did uh, a lot of uh, chit-chatting, you know, catching up with Luckett. Um, we also got interrupted. This was actually on our way home. Uh, he about jumped out of his seat when a semi-truck that was one spot up and over in the right lane had a blowout. Have you all ever witnessed a blowout? No. Well, more ways than one. hey <laughs> Yes, I have. You are a father, after uh, all. Yeah, I'm talking personally. Uh, what? What? <laughs> what? Lucy, blow out. Kind of blow out. I was talking, like, I... He was said he's talking personally. You. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get it. All right, yes, I have on the road, though. It is. Yeah. It's like, whew. It's terrifying. Yeah, You yeah. think, like, oh, well, this... Uh, this dead. truck's going to go. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but stayed straight. I had to do a little... Fast and Furious maneuver. I'm basically um, like Vin Diesel. Uh, I was gonna, I, what is his name? Otto? No, Toretto. Dom. I don't watch the Fast and Furious movies. You've probably seen them all, though, Jacob. I, I, you should have just kept with Vin Diesel. I don't know what was wrong with that. Yeah, but he wanted to be more inside baseball. <laughs> but I, I pulled a nice Dom Toretto move. Have you watched all of the Fast and Furious, Jacobs? Up to seven. Oh, so, so you're not that big of fast. How many do they have? I oh, like them though. They're up to ten. Oh isn't my isn't God. ten the next one? Yeah, but the the last couple are just gratuitous. What? 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 Gratuitous? You know what I'm trying gratuitous? to say? Gratuitous. Gratuitous. There it that is. That is the word you're looking for. Yeah. Like they're just they're tipping too much. Yeah. It's just you should have stopped at seven. That's where they should have stopped at seven. Yeah. What would some would maybe say? They should have stopped at like two. Two is good. Ejecto Cito. I think you're good with one. The first one was a good movie. Yeah. Well, was it a good movie? It was. It was a movie did, about cars. Did we they got away en- from. Yeah. It. Did we just enjoy it yeah. at, at that time? With the the one where they went over to Japan, that one didn't need to be made. Yeah. No. No. That did Which not need to be made. Tokyo Drift. Yeah. And then um, I think they made a fourth one where they brought the o- the originals back. And the last one I watched was five, where they have the whole cast is there, and oh wait, look, it's the Rock, and he's chasing him down. Uh, it was, I was like, all right, that's when they were like, let's just see how big we can, and dumb we can make these movies. It's the the Fast and Furious ride at Universal Studios is the worst amusement park ride I've ever been on in my entire life. It's so bad you almost have to yeah. experience it for yourself. This was pretty simple: the Fast and the Furious, good movie. Too Fast, Too Furious. Good movie. The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. There. You stop it right there. And then 2009, Fast and Furious. Fast Five. Fast and Furious Six. Furious Seven. The Fate of the Furious. F9. (laughs) The Fate of the Furious. Fast X. Untitled Fast X sequel. Oh, that one hasn't come out yet. (laughs) So they're going to do at least 11. Fast X. Fast, Fast 10 hasn't come out yet. 
Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw. What? What? Oh yeah, they're doing spinoffs with just Jason Statham and um, I don't know who the other person is. The Rock. The Jason Statham and The Rock. There you go. So you all survived though. The blowout. Yeah, we did survive the blowout. Um, and we saw some talented football players. Um, Cutter Bowley is the 2025 quarterback. So he just completed his freshman year at LaRue County, transferred to Lexington Christian. They're going to have a good football team. This kid, he um, he's about 6'5", probably, probably a hair under that, um, but he does have a huge head of hair. Very, very much a quarterback haircut, uh, quarterback name, checks all the right boxes. He, he works out with uh, some kids that were at the camp yesterday. They call it MPA. Uh, we're, I wouldn't say it's like Chris Vaughn's workout center. It's more of seven-on-seven seven kind of stuff. But Bowley was really accurate. I think the entire day, I bet I saw him miss his target once. Um, really good at putting the ball on the money. Uh, his his arm strength, you, you, you want to see that improve as he matures, as he gets older. But you can tell he went through a big growth spurt. He's still kind of a bean pole. He's got a lot of room to to gain some weight. Uh, but this is he's definitely a well, this is intriguing. We're gonna have to keep a close eye on him uh, over the years to come. Just picked up some offers from Missouri and Tennessee. He already had offers from UK um, and uh, Ole Miss on the docket. So some some big time offers. One of the guys he was throwing to is a kid named Boo Carter who. Is a 2024. That's that's most of the kids that were there were were 2024 recruits. So they'll be high school juniors this fall. And this Carter kid, he wore like uh, not a shower cap, but you know the the caps that like uh, keep the oil in their hair. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Yeah, I I don't I forget the exact word for it, but it's like you know you gotta have some confidence to wear that out uh, to a a camp setting. And he was he was so awesome, like just very. Very good on both at DB and wide receiver. Just plays at a different speed from Chattanooga. Um, I think Auburn is also offered. Like he, he, he's got quite a few up there. So good to get him on campus. The other big underclassman that was there was a kid from Youngstown. Can I ask you something? Yes. Before we – you were talking about Bully, right? Yes, Bully. Okay. Yes. Cutter? Yes, Cutter Bully. Cutter. Do you think UK gets him or that Indianapolis quarterback? They're different years. Oh, I thought they were both 2020. 20... He's 25, Bully is. Now, I could see a uh, scenario 25 where. 25 with all those offers? I know you yeah. offer quarterbacks a little younger, but 25 with yeah. those offers. Ooh. Yeah, he's only played one year of high school football. My mistake. Well, I'm glad I asked then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense then. Right. We get both of uh, Oh. Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> both of these quarterbacks. Hey! He also, I could see Bowley, the way he's kind of going about things. I could end up seeing him reclassifying and like jumping up a year at some oh. point. It wouldn't surprise the me. The old Gavin Wimsett will be a mystery one. Where'd he end up going? For Rutgers. Rutgers. He's yeah. like oh. there. He's a, He was there. He was on the team last year. That's right. Yeah, he played like rest. a high school game one week, and then the next week he it was, was in New Jersey Rutgers. doing New Jersey things. And I was wow. him. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a. Is he expected to get any playing time? I don't. I, I'm guessing he's going to be in a starting competition, but I haven't. I haven't done my due diligence on Rutgers football this offseason yet. We'll get what? to that eventually. The other quarterback from Indianapolis may as well say his name: Danny O'Neill. He is going to be there Sunday, okay. camping Sunday. You going to be there, the guys? 
Um, up in the air still about Sunday. I know Luckett's definitely going to be there, so I'm, I'm going to be a game-time decision. I think that's a no from Roush. Just wants to get out in front of it. For sure. Yeah. Uh, the kid who I was really <laughs> impressed with, though, uh, that I think – he's a Youngstown kid, so Kentucky's got to have it in. Uh, Brian Robinson. He's an edge guy who – I mean, you just look at his arms, and he's a huge wingspan – Checks a lot of the right boxes. He's a 2024 kid. Got 20 offers right now. That that's one of those Ohio guys. Vince, this is why it's why they pay you the big bucks. All right, go get this guy because he's going to end up. I believe he's already a top 200 or top 300 in that class. They don't rank a lot of kids this early in the process. They usually wait yeah. until after this summer. He's already got a ranking from 24/7. So he's going to be really talented. He's broad shoulder. I mean, there's a lot of. That that frame, you got room to add to it. He was good. And watching him going up against uh, Malachi Wood, the Madison Central Kentucky commit that is going to be a senior this fall, those were fun matchups. And Wood, I I hadn't heard much from him. When you look at when I looked at just his measurables, you kind of right. He's got the right height and length and stuff, but he looks a little stiff. No, he he. I, I get it. I totally get it. Um, he looked good, and then Tommy Ziesmer, he was he's Kentucky's most uh, recent commitment from Boyle County, and he just looks like a completely different player than when he camped last year. And it's not just because he grew his hair out. I mean, the kid's power clean in three thirty. Well, who who didn't do that at that age? I mean, that's. I, I was talking to somebody. It's like you know, some kids don't leave Kentucky power clean in three thirty. I mean, he's just very explosive. Uh, height's a little bit of a concern for him, um, but he. Uh, he has a lot of the athleticism boxes. I, I want in that setting. He's very good. I want to see him go dominate at Boyle County next year. Like that. That's go go take over some games uh, for the Rebels. That all sounds great, but I think Justin knows what we're going to ask next. Is are you going to put in an RPM for anybody? Where are the RPMs? Um, I don't. You know, might get some more RPMs after the uh, official visits this weekend. There was a report that go I'm RPM trying to confirm. Crazy. How are you going to put an RPM in if you don't go? Uh, I'm gonna. Good point. He's, he's, he's gone enough. Uh, Robert Staff, Stafford is a top 200 cornerback from Florida who told 24/7 that he's going to officially visit Kentucky this weekend. And we we wondered about. All right, they've got to have some big fish out there. They've been really quiet. Here's one of the big fish. Four star consensus, top 200. They need quarterbacks. This is a big-time cornerback right here. He's also vi- officially visiting Oregon. Uh, Georgia's recruiting him. Uh, it has a Arkansas official visit on the schedule as well. So, big-time guy going to be here this weekend. Still trying to confirm, but looks like that's going to be the case. That's exciting. All yeah. right, good. UK football recruiting. Always good to have some juice in that department. You're supposed to have 10 official visitors this weekend, maybe more. Um, and yesterday was moving day for the freshmen. Um, I don't know if y'all saw the video. The Wades were the the first ones there. Big surprise, big shocker. Uh, That's what we like to hear. They'll uh, the, all the freshmen are expected to some get trickle in a little bit later than others, but all of them will be here by the time the the week's over. Are the Wades identical? Like, will you have trouble interviewing them this the, season? Keaton's a little bit taller, okay. and they play different positions, but they do have a they do sound kind of like they they kind of voice you know a lot of a lot of similarities. Everybody's wondering. Well, not everybody, but some people are probably wondering. When you say every freshman, you probably don't mean every freshman, right? Oh, like Quintel Jones? Yeah. 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 I don't know. <laughs> right? I mean, he won't 
be there? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. No. You don't, but you don't know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't specifically ask that question yesterday because I just assumed innocent until proven guilt, guilty. It's America. Assumed he's going to be figuring out that situation before he takes his talents to college. I would imagine. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Nick Roush, you just retweeted somebody. Yeah. NFL draft guy watching Will Levis tape. Yeah, Will Levis went on with the pardon my take, fellas, yesterday. All right, one thing I I got I got to bring up about Will Levis. Yep. Like it seems you know this picture is now at this point like two weeks old it seems like, but he took that picture of him and his girlfriend in the pool, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, ah, L's isn't that just a seven? Everybody's like, yeah, he did L's down. It Look at the pool. Seven's other. Wait, yeah, no, it is a seven. It was yeah. just a seven, and everybody's like, ah, he did an L's. I was well, like, it's just a seven. I think the point that he said this is not a subliminal message, made people take it as a subliminal message. Yeah, but when, I, I, when he did that, was I was like, oh, down? the subliminal message is the seven. Do there we was really? no subliminal message. That's what he said. My, did you not hear him? So here's the thing, too. Um, Jacob, we need your help here. You're a youth. You, you, you do the social media, the Instagram. When somebody sets up uh, an extravagant picture such as this, how, like, do they really – was this just a candid moment where he's just – or, or is he setting all this up, getting somebody to take this uh, photograph for him? How, how do you think it went down? The way the picture is set up, the, it's taken from above. Correct. And usually when people are taking pictures and people don't notice, it's usually like in front or like eye level. So the fact that it's above makes me think that it was set up. Okay. Makes sense. And I do think the seven is the message. See, and if I were going to read into it even more, isn't it kind of hard? Like, they aren't holding on to anything in the pool, right? I feel like no. you, you float around quite a bit. Yeah. Getting in that perfect spot. I think he was just wanting to, to take a picture with his girlfriend. I mean. Definitely unintentional. All of it set up. And it <laughs> got a ton of, I mean, it got a ton of play. Hell, we're still talking about it. It's a good picture. Great picture. But I always was just like, it's a seven. It's my quarterback. I didn't read into it because he said there wasn't any messaging. So Justin just believes everything everybody <laughs> I d- says. I just looked at the picture and moved on. Oscar Sheway back on campus. Yep. Uh, he spent a little bit. It took a little bit longer to get back, spending some extra time in Congo with his mom. Did you notice the shorts the cats were wearing? New, new uniform tees? I did not. Take a look at them. See if you like them. Okay. Take a they're uh PC. they're a little plain. They were very short, very short white shorts, which I'm 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 happy short shorts about like seventy style or nineties. Not style. no in, in between because seventies were really just like boxer briefs. Yeah. Um, the nineties went down to like just a, to above the kneecap. Yeah. These are kind of an in between where they're 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 just baggier uh, versions of the seventies kind of, and maybe an extra inch longer. Can we talk about how in that picture, and I know depth for I do like the shorts. I would love a pair of those myself. They're pretty cool. Uh, kind of plain, but pretty cool. Can we just talk about how in this picture, first off, I've always been amazed how like basketball players have always just been able to like seemingly get along and like be happy and smile with one another. Because Livingston and Casey Wall, they don't they don't know these people all that well, and here they are all just being buddy buddy. But more importantly, in this picture. We talk about how just Oscar compared to everybody else just looks like a guard. If you're if if you're looking at that picture, you're like, all right, well, there's a guard, there's a guard, there's a guard, there's a guard. Jacob Toppin is nine feet nine tall. Nine feet tall, yeah. And then over on the other side, you have Collins, who's sixteen feet tall. Yeah. It is a it is a lesson on depth perception, but it's also it, I, I 
I'm with you, though. It is kind of funny. Like, the best rebounder in maybe the last 50 years of college basketball. Is as tall as the walk-on. Just looks like kind of like a guard. Should be a lesson, Justin, that size isn't everything. Oh, I know that. Oh. I know that. Trust me. DJ, I've also got to give you a... Oh. Don't need a reason you, to shake my mind. You, you had a just outstanding tweet. Some of your best work. Yeah, it's just somebody. By, this is on TJ Bosner again. Sorry. <laughs> like, this is on the bees. Like, somebody's got to be better than that. I mean, somebody's just got to be like, hey, let me proofread that. Okay, well, the, the obvious response back to this, and here's what we're talking about, yes, of course. Uh, because in, as a part of John Calipari celebrating Oscar getting back was also a plug for the Bahamas. And he said something along the lines of, we've sold as many tickets now as in the first week that we did in 2018, which I'm, I don't, I don't know about it. Well, I'm, I mean, I don't think they just make that up or lie about it. So I, I will buy that. But I do, nothing Callit does or says is unintentional, which to some degree is just got to stop. Like, just, just talk, be normal. Just like everything doesn't have to be a, a quiet, veiled response or a subtle response to something. But this was his response to like, ticket prices are so high. Well, we've sold more than we did in 18. So, well, and you know, he, so says you. He could have left it at that instead. He added another could have tweet. totally left it at that. It's always been important to me that our foreign trip be somewhere close rather than somewhere in Europe. So it's easier for our fans to join us and see how special these young men are. Looking forward again to it this year. Yeah, you're you're playing Michigan and London in Europe. <laughs> you're playing a team in Europe. A regular season game that actually matters. And not just, you know, Carlton or whatever. Like I I and I get it. Listen, the the London trip, it, they've never done anything like that. They I I wouldn't be surprised if they do, you know, and you're allowed to do the London trip. I'm okay with that, but you can't come out and do a tweet and say like, listen, we're trying to make the trips close and easy and fun for our fans. And then you play four neutral site games and well, a lot more than four when it's all said and done, when you get to the NCAA tournament, but you're going to have your fans travel all across the country. And then you're doing the game in Europe too. If you're going to do all that, I don't really care about it, but maybe don't send a tweet talking about how you don't go to Europe because you are going to Europe. Which we also had a scheduling update. Uh, I, I think that happened after the show yesterday. Yeah, or, Notre, I think or, it was like two days ago, actually. But Notre Dame, not on the schedule for this upcoming season. Instead, the instead they'll Duke play Quesney. Duquesne. The Dukes. Cal loves giving back to his Pittsburgh teams, whether it's Bobby Moe, Duquesne, just not actual Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> I about to say, isn't that a Philadelphia team? No. Isn't Duquesne, Duquesne in, in Philadelphia? Duquesne is in They're Pittsburgh. not in one of the five, yeah. The five is... No, uh, oh man, this is always a really tough I know, trivia question. I know Temple, Nova. It's Temple, Nova, uh, Penn, right? Um, oh man, I struggle with these so I bad. Th- I swore Duquesne was one of them, but. Well, you'd be wrong, buddy. Oh, Normally man. I am. Um, I ha- say Temple? Yeah, Temple, Nova, Penn. Oh man, I hate that I'm so bad at this. Is it like uh, Fordham? Yes, I think. Or. <laughs> Yeah, well, St. Joe's is one in LaSalle. Okay. Gosh. Go. Yeah, not for St. Joe's. Yeah, that's an easy Saint, one. Yeah, with the, the Hawk. Uh, LaSalle's always going to be the one that I forget. Fordham's in the Bronx. There we go. Had no idea. Small school trivia. No. Um, I do love that. Was that game, was the Notre Dame always going to be a neutral site? 
No, it was three-year deal, one up there, one in UK, and one neutral. So they've done the so. So it was always going to be a neutral site. For, yes, for okay. this for this gotcha. one that is still unscheduled. Okay. It, it, Per the contract, has to be neutral. Gotcha. They've already okay. done the Lexington. They lost the Olivier Sar shot didn't fall. They lost up in South Bend last year, Which and the just... severe Wheeler play him off him, fifteen feet, and uh, and then the neutral one, which I think we all would want to be in Louisville. Kentucky's played Notre Dame in Louisville before. It's been a lot of fun. You haven't, yeah. There, I appreciate people know where I stand on Calipari UK. That doesn't mean there aren't some areas that you could just go and be like, hey, here are some legitimate, easy fixes you could make that would make some people happy. And not that you need to cry and whine each and every day that it doesn't happen, but like get a game back in Louisville. That'd make people happy. Instead of playing in London, play in Louisville. Yeah, and if you're going to do a neutral site, do the neutral site in Louisville. (laughs) Yeah. Makes sense. Makes too much and, sense. and I don't care about the Bahamas trip or it being too expensive. You can you can go and pay for it your own way. And secondly, UK basketball, not everything they do can be affordable for yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Just not the way that this works, not the way that it's ever worked. That being said, if you played a game in Louisville, that's kind of your kickback to like local fans and and they do camps and they'll go around the state and do some of that stuff. And the pandemic slowed that down, but they're picking it up a little bit. Yeah. They've had the but, a couple of the pro camps happen last week. Yeah, I don't you know, the Bahamas trip, that's fine. And if your rationale is you want to keep it close for people, that's cool too. You could also go to Canada and do that. You have done that. Um but I don't. I don't care. Not everything needs to be approved by every single fan in the fan base, but the the London tweet was too, too low of a hanging fruit yeah. not to not to pick at. Yeah, you had to swing away. All right, let's go to our last break. We'll come back. We'll finish up the text line. Let's do it. Start the text line. We'll get into the text line when we return here on Kentucky Roll Call, on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob doing a great job over there on the board. Rocky Roll Call. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Final segment, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Uh, 96.1 FM. 14. Roush is laughing about something. Uh, I'm laughing at the Thornton sex line. 502-414-1450. A lot of good stuff. A lot of good stuff. We'll get to that here in uh, a bit, momentarily. Roush, we got the Belmont this weekend. Yeah, I'll handicap it Friday. Whoa, I throw you something about horse racing and you're not interested? I don't even know who's in the – I don't think they've drawn for it. They have drawn for it. They did? Yeah, Rich Strike got the four spot. Ooh. What do you think about that? Eight horse field. Well, look at you. I thought you. I like horse racing. Yeah. Don't even know the field. There's racing at uh, Churchill Downs today. Of course there is. It's Wednesday. No, yeah. I. Uh, that's because I was. I was doing my football recruiting yesterday. I missed the post position draw. Um, 
Man, let's see how weak is this field. You remember when they oh, used God, to... Oh, God, this is a bad field. You remember when they used to... Mo Donegal, your horse is going to win this one. You remember yeah, Mo when Donegal's a kick, yeah. they used to race uh, on Tuesdays at Churchill Downs? Uh, did they? They did, back in the heyday. And then they took it away because it wasn't making money. The races were terrible. And uh, people were like, that could be it for horse racing. Not so fast. Horse racing, thriving. Yeah, we've got slot machines Churchill now. Churchill Downs, we'll thriving. All of Louisville, thriving. And there's a lot of fun going on at Slugger Field, especially when the Louisville Bats are in town. And that is going on right now. Joining us to talk about the Louisville Bats, the president of the Bats, Greg Galliette. Greg, how are you? I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me on this morning. Thank you for taking the time. I just we need to get out in front of it. Hand up, apologies. Our our producer, it's all on him. Didn't uh, didn't call you yesterday. Sorry for that, Greg. Wow, is that the sound of the bus I hear backing up over him? Oh <laughs> yeah, I to do on a Wednesday. My gosh, it's backed up over me several times, Greg. We have to do. We have to keep him humble, Greg. <laughs> Sounds like you guys do a pretty good job of that. <laughs> Thank you. We've been working hard at it. Uh, the, the No, we do apologize for that. We were excited <laughs> to talk with you yesterday, but we're glad that you made the time for us today. The Bats taking on Charlotte. Do we have a wind-down Wednesday going on? We talked with Nick Curran two weeks ago. He was telling us about that. Do we have that going on this evening? We've got uh, two promotions that are pretty much standing, reoccurring promotions each and every Wednesday. One is the uh, Wine Slushy Wednesdays, thanks to our friends over at uh, Old 502 Winery. And uh, those slushies are only $5 on Wednesday nights. And then number two, for folks like me, uh, seniors that are 55 years of age and older, each and every Wednesday is a senior day, thanks to our friends over at Humana. And that means seniors 55 years of age and older get tickets for half price anywhere in the ballpark each and every Wednesday. That's awesome. That is awesome. We'll and have to relay that message to Trevor Kelsey and I, Dugan. If I'm not mistaken, too, Greg, folks who attend this weekend's games, you're going to get to see some Cincinnati Reds who are uh, on their way back up to the big leagues. Yeah, right now, uh, Jonathan India played his first game with the Bats last night. It's kind of interesting because Jonathan probably should have been with us last year, but he made the Reds opening day roster coming out of spring training because he had such a fabulous spring last year. So we missed him. He jumped right from double-A right into the major leagues and ended up winning the, you know, the National League Rookie of the Year award. So we're excited to see him. I was teasing him last night saying, hey, it's about time you finally got here. And uh, so he had a nice game last night. He's getting himself well, getting himself ready to go back up to Cincinnati. And uh, 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 Donovan Solano, who uh, actually has not played yet for the Reds, and they had acquired him from the Giants during the offseason, uh, actually, Donovan won a Silver Slugger Award with the Giants as the top-hitting second baseman a couple of years ago. So uh, the Reds are going to get healthy here pretty soon and, and have some more artillery coming to the offensive side of the roster. So, um, you know, things are looking a little bit brighter now on the horizon for the Reds. And actually, last night, hey, the Bats, we won again, and that's four in a row, which is now our longest winning streak of the season. Yeah. Woo! Don't let the Bats get hot. Uh, rumor is that Mike Rutherford does the pregame intro. Is that true, Greg? Uh, could be a rumor, and I think it might be true. <laughs> I tell you what, we're so excited to have the partnership with you guys this year, and uh, it's probably long overdue. Uh, Dugan's been putting a lot of pressure on me for years, and uh, we're <laughs> excited to finally get this partnership together. So you guys have done a wonderful job putting our games on the radio available for everybody here in the region to listen to and we want to thank you guys for that well we we 
Thank you for saying yeah. that. Dugan, uh, he's great at putting pressure on people. Pressure makes diamonds, and it's fun hearing the bats on Big X Sports Radio. Mm-hmm. Well, for Summer's out. Kids are out. Uh, sometimes it may be tougher for parents and families to, to get to games during the school year. What's new for a family at Slugger Field that maybe hasn't had the chance to get down so far this season? I know the season's been going on for a couple months, but for a family that may head down tonight uh, for Wednesday, or, I know yesterday was dollar night. Do you do, have promotions do, all Dollar week? beer night tomorrow night dollar beer for night mom tomorrow and dad. Night. Every Thursday, yeah. Every yeah. Thursday is our $2 beer night. Uh, along with $2 beer on Thursdays, we have $2 hot dogs and $2 nachos. And uh, Friday nights, our, our uh, Atrium Craft Brewing has a ticket pack special where you get a ticket and two beers for $20. Our friends at Number One Tequila have $5 margaritas on uh, Friday nights. Saturday night is reserved for our craft beer special where we feature a craft brewery here in the community and discounted pricing on their beer during the game. And, of course, Sundays are our kids' days. And I do want to remind all the folks, that, especially the folks out there that have young kids, We'll be doing a free clinic here at the uh, stadium Saturday morning put on by ourselves and Major League Baseball. It's called the Play Ball Weekend Clinic, uh, and uh, it's free, and you can register just by going to the BATS website at batsbaseball.com. You'll see the Play Ball Weekend logo right there on our front page. You can click that link, and uh, it'll take you to a landing page where it'll have a link on that landing page where you can click and go right in and register your child. Uh, the clinic will be from uh, 9 o'clock until 11 a.m. on Saturday morning. Again, it's free, and it's reserved to the first 200 kids. So uh, we're starting to fill up pretty fast. So once again, if you'd like your child to participate, just go to the BATS website at BATSBaseball.com. Hit that landing page link on the front page and get you all squared away. So we're looking forward to a great crowd then. I do want to remind folks we'll be celebrating the 40th anniversary of yes. baseball we're returning to Louisville. Back in 1982, we'll be doing that this weekend. We'll actually take the field Friday and Saturday night wearing the old 1982 Louisville Redbirds white home jerseys. <laughs> we'll also be giving away to the first 2,000 fans on both nights replicas of old Cardinal Stadium that's no longer there. Uh, it's just a way of ourselves here as a franchise to really tip our cap and, and pay honor and tribute to our great and storied franchise history that we have. Also, we'll have Gene Roof former Redbird star from the 80s, and Jim Adducey, another star from the 80s, will both be here on Saturday evening pregame signing autographs. So we got a lot planned for this weekend, and when we come back home at the end of the month, we'll have Mashers Night coming up on that Friday night and also Star Wars Night coming back. It's been since 2019 mm-hmm. that we've had an opportunity to do Star Wars Night, so that'll be coming up on that last Saturday of June. So a lot coming up on the promotional calendar And if you want to learn about all the great promotions that we've got going on here at the ballpark, it's real simple. Again, go to BatsBaseball.com, and our promotional calendar is right there for you to learn everything that we're doing here at the ballpark. Great stuff. We're talking with Greg Galliott from the Bats. He's the president. And remember, that's awesome on Saturday morning, the the clinic for the kids. Remember, if you've got somebody. Is there an age? Did you mention an age for that, Greg, that you're looking for? for, for It's ages 5. Yes, sir. Ages 5 to 13. And uh, so we're looking forward to getting the kids down the field, which is a unique opportunity for a lot of these kids to never have touched and been on the field here at Louisville Slugger Field. And you know, we talked about uh, what else is going on new here at the ballpark. For a lot of folks, they haven't been here in quite a while. We had the $8 million renovation during COVID and last year that finished up. So we've got a lot of really wonderful new fan amenities here in the ballpark. And if you haven't had a chance to come over and see them, please make plans to come over this week while we're at home. We'll be home through Sunday afternoon. 
and it's a great time to get over here and see all the new things we have. Yeah, the weather is looking great as well. All right, Craig, we'll get out there. We'll say hello. Thank you so much, and we'll have you on uh, probably to preview Star Wars night next time we we chat with you, which will be really exciting. But thanks for for taking the time, and we'll talk to you down the road. My pleasure. You guys have a great day. You too. Greg Galliott, the president of the Louisville Bats. There is. It's always something. If you're going to go to one of those games, downtown Louisville, coming back to life, more and more things going on down there, and heading on over to Slugger Field, always a good time. My in-laws are coming in this weekend, so I think uh, big Jonathan India fans. So probably going to have to go down there and drink a Redbirds beer. Have you seen the cans that they have? Yeah, pretty sweet. Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, so – Duke isn't five yet, but I saw him shooting some basketball. I couldn't yeah. doubt that he couldn't go down oh, there he, and hit some dingers. He hits dingers, yeah. too. Yeah, he yeah. could go down there and have some fun. Show that is sweet. A free camp, ages 5 to 13, put on by the MLB. I mean, they're they're doing the partnership with so the Bats awesome. in this. Yeah. yeah, that's a pretty – and just free for the first 200 kids. Oh, so. breaking news. The Telegraph is reporting that Bryson DeChambeau and Patrick Reed are joining Live Golf. Wow. <laughs> Big old suck it, Bryson. Woo! Take out your suck it and your suckers. That's a genius suck move it. for suck Bryson, it. to be honest with you. He's yeah. done. Like, he's done. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. His, he is so injured, and he's never going to be able to kind of get back to like being Hitting what bombs. he was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good move for him. Cash Who's the other? One? Patrick Reed. Yeah, Patrick Reed too. I Very- wouldn't be shocked if he could win a tournament again on the PGA Tour. I don't think he's like past his prime or anything like that. They're both villains though, and so you know why not steer I into s- that? I saw a pretty funny post yesterday. It said, "Have PGA Tour and Live Tour play each other, Ryder Cup style. Loser gets Patrick Reed." that's the greatest thing i've ever heard pretty good uh intern jacob you ever go down to slugger field go to bats games it's been a little bit but i used to go out there i actually went to the camp when i was little oh nice yeah we forget he was an all-star baseball player that's why he hit 470 because he went to the bats camp 476 well, you can go to Dollar Beer Night too now. You you've never yeah. been able to experience a Dollar Beer Night. Bats games be like Slugerfield again. You know we'd kind of mix it between that was back when Louisville City was playing there. But Bats games that was a fun like 21, 22 year old activity. Yeah, and not it all, you can't not that it's not fun for adults too. But when you're going with the kid, it's a different atmosphere. Greg also mentioned yeah. it. I was there with some of the, when like the renovations were half done last year, and it's like, ooh, this is nice. I'm, I want to see the rest of this half. Yeah, I haven't seen the renovations. They've, uh, it's a lot of the concourse area stuff. Just a lot nicer. Next time they let's see the next time they play the next time they play like just a random afternoon day game at like eleven. We should we should go to it. We could go get breakfast or lunch after the radio show, or at least just go there for a few minutes. I do love TJ's, like, how do I get out of work? <laughs> <laughs> what activities we can do to get out of work? Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Radio bonding time's always a, always a good time. You know what else is a good time? The Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450. The first texter says, I got fired from a golf course, uh, too. They are all a bunch of snobby bastards. <laughs> I had a buddy that got fired from a golf course, and he he totally deserved it. Just was not a good, like, was crashing carts and was just a total disaster. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty Who here got fired? easy though? to not get fired from a golf yeah. course. I don't think any of us got fired from a golf course. Yeah, I don't think anybody said they got fired. I'm still fired. kicking. Trevor? Did Trevor get? He's worked every Ooh. job. Oh, yeah. He this, probably did get fired. This might be the one kind yeah. of job he hasn't worked, though. No, he worked. He, wasn't he a bartender at a golf course or a country club? Yeah, yeah he, he worked was. at, he yeah, worked at a country was, club. He was at Glen Oaks. He was at Glen Oaks. There we go. He told me that. 
aren't they a spot don't they do some partnerships with us or at least have in the past have they probably best. found out that they were like you employ that guy no uh, we're out. <laughs> we cannot do that a texter says the roster's perfectly fine as is imo hard to find someone decent to sign up to be the ninth or tenth man I think the roster is fine. I still wish they would have added one more. Calipari's been pretty vocal about that not being the case. Now, all that being said, he's being so vocal about it, it almost makes me think, like, Mm. is he setting up for a reclassification or something else happening where he could be like, you all knew I was happy with my team, but if we got the opportunity to add so-and-so, don't protest too much situation going on with that. But he is making it very clear mm-hmm. that, like, you're not going to get the Jacob Grandison kid from Illinois. They're At least anybody intermediate, they seem like they're not adding. Now, will that make for a late July or August surprise? Maybe not. Maybe he's just being totally genuine with all this. But it, it seems like, at least for now, don't expect any additions. This is the team. Not the worst problem to have. It's not as bad as folks at the University of Louisville who are looking around saying, huh, who are, who, yeah, who's our, who, who is going to dribble the basketball? They've got an interesting situation going on. They do not have enough guards and they think they may get Courtney Ramey, who was the Texas guard for, for many years. He's not, wouldn't be a great option, but yeah, better mean, than nobody. Right. But no, Nat, it's weird. Like people around U of L are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. U of L's got a chance. Yeah. U of L's got a chance. Well, because, but people nationally are like, no, he's not considering U of L. So there's a total disconnect here. And the part that I don't – this was supposed to be the kind of given with Kenny Payne, too. He was going to oh, yeah. come in and get guys, and he hasn't gotten any guys. Rutherford alluded that he got picky, like, at the beginning, and they told some people no, that they wish maybe in hindsight they hadn't told no. But, yeah, even then, like, you know, that Missouri State guy was out there. There's yeah. still, like, a four or five available people that they could go steal, and they, they haven't done any of it. So they're going to have – Maybe they get Ramey. If they don't get Ramey, I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe you get DJ Wagner to reclassify. That'd be a great option. But what if they just totally stink and they just say, hey, postseason ban us this year. And then Wagner, you got nothing to worry about. We'll hit the ground rolling the next following season. If you can't get any guards, there's worse options. May as well just take your lumps. First year, you're going to get a pass anyways. Get Wagner, get everybody excited for year two. But, yeah, I'm, I'm also surprised by pain swinging and missing on so many people. Another texture on the Thornton's text on 502-414-1450. Considering the questioning the logistics of the double hole-in-one ball, but we'll let it slide. I mean, it's there's a story I read. No, I didn't tell it. That's my story. I didn't want to be mean. I also texture was questioning the logistics. Really? I mean, I would have just put the ball away. I wouldn't keep playing with it after I hit a hole-in-one. I would definitely keep using that same ball. What? I think just the way it was told made it seem like, how is somebody that had already hit a hole-in-one getting a ball back to somebody that hadn't hit a hole-in-one yet? He lost it in the woods because he kept using it. Like I would have done because the ball has luck. you got to keep using that ball. You'd never use a hole-in-one ball. <laughs> I, pr- I swear I would. Yeah, Jake shaking his head over there. No, you put that bad boy away and you're, you're framing Here, it. Like here's you, the deal. You did your job. You, you're, 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 you're taking your hole-in-one ball for good luck and you're what, wanting to get an albatross on the next hole? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm never going to get a hole-in-one, so it's all hype. Not with that attitude. <laughs> I think I'm getting a hole-in-one each and every time I get up to a par three. <laughs> Closest I've been, I don't know. I've been within a foot. Yeah, I mean, I've been within a foot. I would say probably like, eh, probably about a foot, realistic. I would want to say like six inches, but 
No, six inches. It's a lot of inches. Another texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, says the roster, oh, Wagner's probably going to UL, but that's fine. Dillingham, Ian Jackson, backcourt will be electric. It does seem like if Wagner does go to UL, not a sour grape sort of deal, it does seem like Kentucky would be fine. I still think there's a chance at the Dillingham-Wagner backcourt, but seems like Jackson's cool with reclassifying, or that's what all the experts are saying, and that would be a, a big-time addition. He's a really, really, really good player. But I, I would... You get Dillingham, just get him on board. I know he said he was going to commit kind of relatively soon. You get him on board, then I think you're playing with house money to a certain degree. He's a lock. It does seem like he's a lock, but I love your confidence. Hey, did uh, speaking of golf, well, not speaking of golf, but this just scrolled up on my timeline. Cherokee Golf Course, hanging around for at least a little bit longer. Oh, they survived? They survived. Wow. Many people thought that it was going to be dead. Oh, and many people are big mad. Oh, man. I wouldn't, yeah. I don't want to talk it into existence, but some of these people, I would see them go in the Castleman statue route where it's just vandalism until they get their way. My thing is, though, is like, I I get that it it probably costs more to keep it than it should. At the Cherokee Golf Course, it's costing but, the city money for now. But but like the whole, we're gonna give it away to make more parklands. The Cherokee Park's a big damn park. Like it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be more Thank open you. grassy areas. I don't know. Like, I, I don't. I don't really know what they would do except make like they were talking about turning the the pro shop into a cafe. You're in freaking Highlands. There's a thousand of those. I that that's the part I don't get about it. Is it's like. Turn it into a cafe. That pro shop's plenty big enough to have a cafe in there. And here's what it's, gosh, those people are just selfish. And I totally agree with you. If if it was plans to make something cool that helped the city, then I'm all ears. But to make more park, more park is just dumb. Yeah. It's it's just, just, it's more. You're taking away an amenity of the park. Correct. Like, that's the part I don't get. It doesn't, it doesn't make money. It costs, it costs money. Every Basketball, basketball course. Basketball courts cost money. They don't make money for the city. Tennis courts throughout the city. You know, like parks don't make money. Yeah, that's a point. They're a luxury. And that being said, if you got somebody there that actually knew what they were doing, that was willing to take it on and make that a semi-decent course, it could make money. It could. Is it going to be making, you know, bundles of cash? No. But you get the course in good shape, which it normally is in all right shape. It's historic, and they need to brand it that way. It's the, I think, the oldest, oldest running golf yeah. course west of the Alleghenies. Of the Alleghenies mm-hmm. And I think it's the fifth oldest just in the country that's been operating for the longest time. So uh, it have a history aspect to it. It's a fun course. A lot of people in town have learned how to play golf on that course. And it's pretty. You're just in the middle of a park in kind of central Louisville or somewhat central Louisville. It's a nice course. I'm happy it's going to stick around. How much longer it's going to stick around, I don't know. But at least for the immediate future, ain't going nowhere. And that's good. I, I Suck learned, it, uh, dorks that want more parts. Yesterday that the city of Louisville spends approximately $40 per taxpayer on its park, uh, whereas the city of comparable size spends $107 per taxpayer on its parks. Interesting. So I um, like Louisville's parks. It's probably one of my favorite things about the city. I I took a survey just to complain about them not maintaining them well recently. Like just clean, just have somebody pick up the trash once a week. (laughs) Airport Park. We we took Duke to easy jobs. Easy job. I mean, easy for me to say maybe, but easy jobs to get people employed for. You just go get high school, college kids, and say you all are jobs to ride around parks and pick up trash and fix things. You need service hours or community service hours too. Yeah. 
Like that's a, if I was 17 years old and needed to spend a summer day making at this point, you know, $15 an hour, that would be amazing. Cause they, I mean, they have, the city does have nice parks. Just keep them clean. Ma- maintenance is the biggest thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ooh, here's something on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450. Have some more C-Rod scoop. I know a guy that works in the UK hospital and supposedly a worker was clocking him hourly for free pre-nail. My rival's account costs $10 a month to subscribe. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... A little uh, message board rumor there. Gotta love good old message board rumors. It does seem something eligibility may be related with Rodriguez. We are speculating and we've admitted that. But, hey, go back and listen to the podcast because we've got good... It seems like... Things are trending in the right direction. Yes. Yeah. It may not get him the entire season, but some season better than no season. And he'd need about like 100. If he played nine games, he'd need about 155 yards a game. It would be pretty tough. Uh, Plumley Bro says, Duke keeps making power moves. Gosh, can Duke ever do anything and everybody just not slobber, like <laughs> completely just slurp it up? They hired a known cheater in Nike. Is that a good move? It, probably. Probably a good move. But for you all, again, I know it's so fun just to always hate on Calipari, but do you think Mitch Barnhart would sign off on this? you think Mitch Barnhart, somebody that is on record talking about how when she was carrying bags of cash for the Nike EYBL, she'd tell security that she had just sold her car? you think Mitch Barnhart's bringing somebody in like that? Like, you don't think Cal would want to do something along these lines? I don't know. Maybe he wouldn't, but I would think that he probably would because why wouldn't you? If it can help you out, why wouldn't you want to do it? But everybody always just wants to point the finger at him when Duke does something. Uh, and, and then also universally, if, if UK hired this woman, Pat Forty would just be going nuts. Mm-hmm. And you'd have those national media oh, doors gets a free pass, yeah. Instead, Shire's so innovative. He's so smart. But when Calipari was innovative by going and getting the best freshmen and making teams that way, it was ruining college basketball. The double standard's disgusting. And now there's like a, a small portion, but a loud, obnoxious portion of UK fans that love just playing into those narratives now because they don't like Calipari. Y'all are losers. I, I did um, I did appreciate the take Justin Rowland had. Like a lot of – you can be mad about recruiting, but a lot of Kentucky's shortcomings aren't Duke's fault. <laughs> you know, like Kentucky had a, a buzzer beater loss in the lead eight to go to a Final Four. They had an overtime loss to go to a Final. They, they've had, a, and it's not Duke's fault that a lot of these things have happened. And it's just right now, um, right now they just have some coolness, and we have a big inferiority complex about it. Well, and it also seems like they're able to kind of do some things Kentucky isn't doing or unable to do, and I do think that's questions worth answering, but I've I've got a good idea of what the answer Mm -hmm. to the question would be, and you're probably not going to get a straight answer from anybody involved because you're not going to have Calipari come out and say, hey, I want to do cool stuff. Mitch isn't letting me do it. And you're not going to have Mitch come out and say, yeah, Calipari keeps pestering me to do all these cool things, but I'm like a mean parent putting my foot down. You're not going to get answers like that. That being said, good on Duke. Let's, they're already recruiting really well. They had Jay Lucas. They had this woman. That's sweet. I'm sure they'll continue to recruit well. Best of luck to them. But the, the freaking slobbering is gross. Maybe Rouse should ask Van Trees how his wife prefers her smoked food. Maybe. Why I oughta. <laughs> Robert, my, oh, hey, Robert, how he are you, buddy? could have been even funnier and said smoked meats. But, you know. My coworker, who's uh, Roush is mad over it. My coworker, who's over six feet tall and almost two hundred and twenty pounds, not exactly built like a runner, stated he ran a six-minute mile one day. 
For months, we wanted to believe him, but pretty much said if he did that, he'd be an Olympic runner. Come to find out, he didn't actually run that mile. He did it on an elliptical. What? His wife ended up telling oh us. Oh, my God. <laughs> a six-minute mile is not impossible. No, yeah, yeah. No. Six-minute is not no. impossible. That's, but, not a, that's not an elliptical. But an elliptical, runner. that's not running. Yeah. It doesn't. It does nothing to your knees because that's the biggest that thing holding makes, people back. Like, it kind of makes knees. me sad that, like, that person – just went on living their life confidently enough to tell strangers or at least coworkers or acquaintances that they could run a six minute mile because they (laughs) were on the elliptical, saw that they went a mile, saw that it was six minutes. Robert, that's a great story. Gosh. What's the the coworker up to? Oh man, I want to roast that coworker. What if Robert was like, you know what? It actually must've been a really sting to his confidence. He's ballooned up to 280 now. Doesn't (laughs) Doesn't even look at ellipticals anymore. Oh man. The Pacific Northwest is lovely from a basketball perspective. I think the Pac-12 will be great for Keon, much less much less physical than the SEC. Yeah, it'll be it'll it'll be a good fit for him. I'm just surprised he went to a team. I figured he'd want to go to a team that could make a run, and I don't think that'll be Washington. But neither here nor there. Wish him the best. It was clearly kind of a parting of ways, but um, that Kansas game happened. Like he's yeah. a, he can he can be a good basketball player. Uh, he's he's just got to work on his defense if he really wants to yeah. get paid yeah. big money to play basketball. Work thing. on his defense because his offense, it, it's there. Yeah, it's just consistency and then playing defense. Yeah. Uh, you guys have probably already brought this up, but you can get UK season win total at seven and a half with minus one eighty juice. You slapping that bad boy for the over? Easily think it's worth the juice. I'm a big fan too of like. M- m- when it, when it's betting a game, I don't like getting a lot of ju- you know I don't I don't like giving up a lot of juice. But for win totals, give me the surefire win because I I'll just I'll just bet more you know no 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 problem here with that. So yeah I I, I like that 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 because that that feels like an easy lock. Speaking of easy locks on DraftKings, you can do a Boston three party bet. Jason Tatum, plus four made threes. Jalen Brown, plus three made threes. Derek White, plus two made threes. Marcus Smart, plus one made three. Plus 600. It's just a fun name for a bet, the Boston, Boston three, three Party. party. Yeah. It is a fun name for a Where prop. can you bet the seven and a half over? Uh, yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Texter, oh. you got to let us know where yeah, you're seeing that know. seven and a half. That. And yeah, of course, we're slapping that bad boy. A Texter says, What do you guys think of the situation unfolding with Deshaun Watson? Talk about someone who simply could not pull. The correct way. Yeah, no kidding. NFL has to drop the hammer. Shame on the Browns. Fire anybody involved. And what what were the Browns thinking? How did they think that was going to end well for them? Especially get a guarantee. It's, it's it's one thing to make the trade and to get him. It's another thing to make him a guaranteed highest paid player ever or whatever. And I won't like pretend to know the details of the contract. Maybe there's something that like, hey, you know, if it gets up to 25 women. No longer there. You know, I don't know the details right, of the right, contract. Right. But when you hear guaranteed, you think guaranteed. Uh, not, I, don't, I could go into some Tommy Boy quotes, but I won't. But that being said, shame on the Browns. And Deshaun Watson just seems like a total and complete loser. Even, a, even, a, even if 5% of these allegations were true. Complete and total loser. Yeah. Dude is a predator. He's got a, major issues and should be behind bars, is my opinion. But... That's just one person's opinion. Uh, shame on the Browns. I wonder what Baker does. Does Baker come back when he inevitably, when Deshaun Watson can't play in the NFL? Or does he tell the Browns to get lost? I saw how you all treated me. Yeah. Ooh, what a mess. What a mess. 
Did anyone ever pay the $500 Patreon membership and hang out at Trevor's Smoky House? I wish somebody would. <laughs> I, I thought for sure somebody may pony up the money and do it, but nope, nobody ever did. It would have been hilarious. We all would have just hung out in Trevor's bedroom. It would have been the smells, the sights, the videos, the pictures. Would have been great, but the offer still stands. $500, we get to all hang out together. We'll have six men just in Trevor's, I don't know, 70-square-foot bedroom. I think I have to work that day. Whatever. Oh, you'd have a oh, you'd have a blast. <laughs> Good morning, fellas. Rest in peace to Douglas. You rocked. Nick, my son's dorm was better than the lodge rooms, and that was six years ago. TJ, get an expert on to talk about how hard it is to put a baseball team together. Your take is ridiculously wrong. Have a great day, UK Pez. Oh, well, you sound like the expert. Why don't you tell us how to put together a baseball team, UK Pez? Great take on housing for UK basketball. Very good ideas. Also, I think, did we skip a text somewhere along the line? Because somebody texted in and they were like, your idea for UK housing wouldn't work because you have to have regular students live there. No, you okay, don't. then that's have not, regular students live I there. I don't think that's a thing anymore either. It is. It still is? It, it is. It is, but it's a dumb thing, first I'm, and foremost. What a facade of like, well, it's got to be normal for people. We'll have 2% uh, or we'll 0.2%. Also, like the, the basketball team, they don't – Football team doesn't stay in dorms. The freshmen move in and they move out. I don't know why this has to be. I guess you want them in the same place, but and also dorms aren't, aren't dorms aren't for. I, I lived in the dorms for a year. You don't <laughs> dorms aren't a prereq to, to moving somewhere. The whole thing is just hilarious because like basketball players have certain luxuries that other students don't have. I can't go just practice at the Joe Craft Center anytime I want. Should I be able to? Well, you could say you got another gym. Well, you got another dorm. I, I, so whoever said that, I, you're right, but it seems like there's a workaround. Or, worst case, just have some students live in the cool party house. Ooh, we've got some... Uh... Oh, and secondly, one more thing. UK, the UK, the Pez, the baseball take. Uh, Tennessee baseball was good last year. And if I alluded to them just coming out of complete nowhere for this one season, that was wrong or uh, I inaccurately stated. They were good last season as well. But 2020, they had no expectations. That was the pandemic year, so we'll never really know for sure. 2019, they had a losing record in the SEC. So you're telling me a team in 2019 can go to the World Series in 2021, the next completed full season, and then a year after that have one of the best college baseball teams maybe of all time? Yeah, so that's it's not impossible to put together a winning baseball team in the SEC. I'm not saying UK baseball by 2025 needs to have the greatest team in the history of college baseball. My point is it's not impossible to maybe, you know, not skate by and barely get into the SEC tournament. I think the bar needs to be raised just a little bit for the baseball program. Just a it's little a bit. joke. Opening scene of winning time, but it's Airbud finding out he has AIDS. Don't forget TJ's favorite Airbud storms the Capitol. <laughs> the fact they still talk about the January 6th commission is hilarious. Jeez. Like gas prices, formula shortage, and then Democrats are just like January 6th, two years ago. You guys still remember this? We got more news. Yeah, that was bad though. That was like one of the most embarrassing days I've had as an American. So, I mean, <laughs> one of the most embarrassing. A bunch of people went on like a parade of the of the Capitol. Yeah, that's it was embarrassing. More, well, it was very embarrassing. Did you feel the same way about how cities were being burned down during the summer of 2020? No, was I was much more embarrassed by the capital of our country getting <laughs> invaded by a bunch of yokels. Yeah. Okay. I think both are probably not ideal, right? Right. 
No, no, not ideal. But, but also, the, cap- the capital should not be accessible to just a mob. Like, streets is one thing. They're everywhere. We can walk them anywhere. I can't just walk into the capital today. You you could. Yeah. You did really. on that day. It was open. The capital was open. It's for. It's, I mean, supposed to be open all the time. Yeah, but it's the people's house. Is it? I never go there. That's what it's. Another texture on the Thornton's text line uh, says, Hell or high water is really cool. There's nothing like it in town. Drinks are expensive, but the atmosphere inside is sweet. Well, I'm going to have to find out, texture. I'm going to have to find out. John here. Good morning to all. Hey, guys. Thanks for the update on Regis. Seems like it's trending into a better direction for him and the team. Tell me, what is your favorite episode of The Office? Mine is the episode called The Product Recall, where at the beginning, Jim dresses up like Dwight. <laughs> hey, guys, don't forget these famous words from Dwight. It's better to be hurt by someone you know accidentally than by a stranger on purpose. We'll got to go talk to you later. <laughs> It's a great, un- that's a forgotten quote from Dwight. No, oh, just the watermark in general is really funny. I like the uh, one where Toby comes back and Michael doesn't know it for a week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No! God, yeah, Toby's no! In the, Toby's in the break room. Yeah, you got me good. He goes back there. Real funny, good. Jim. Favorite summer and child activities. Text that in tomorrow. We, we don't have time for yeah, it today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Texter says, Big Blue Drew here. I'm a... I'm a pick-my-nose guy as well. Somewhere along the way, biting your nails and spitting them out became a bad habit, but the second your finger hits your nose, you're labeled as disgusting. No consistency in the ridicule. Let us breathe. Oh, yeah, and I've been really boogery lately. So, Big Boy Drew, thank you. Texture Solidarity. Fast, bud, and furious. <laughs> I just see the dog just, just like, <laughs> whipping the steering wheel. They're in a motorcycle, and he's just in the little storage thing next to it. <laughs> Other than golf, what's your all's favorite part about the summer? Yeah, wow, well, some summer, some summer questions. That's let's gonna get be these great summer radio yeah, for let's Thursday. Get these in yeah, we got to get to them earlier. Kayaking probably make my list. Joe Biden is actually advocating on Twitter that the economy is the best it's ever been since 1976. I think it's time for Joe to see a nursing home. 1976, facility. like really bad inflation too. Uh, I did see some. Hit Joe Biden had a tweet saying that we had our economy's growing faster than China's for the first time, I think since 76 or 78, but that's because China shut down a bajillion cities this year. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Pearl tweeting a lot about you. Yeah. I saw those. That's, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. He had the basketball analogies too, which I well, appreciate. You got to, your coach. Yeah. yeah. TC from Lexington here, boys, who would be Kentucky's GM if we did what Duke did? Uh, Bosner. Now you need somebody. Wouldn't you need also, somebody I just think this is a, I think this is a, um, this is the flavor of the month. I don't think it's actually going to do anything. This is just a fun little, like, we're going to get a new GM. Ooh, you could go, I know who Justin say, Bruiser Flint. No. Come on. EJ Clark is way more entertaining than this baseball dweeb. Be nice. Be nice. David here, Trevor thinking Top Gun was terrible, is on par for the course, a bunch of jack fighter pilots playing beach football and saving the world and their fighter jets isn't cool, but watching oiled up grown men and Speedo slap fight is A-OK in his book. Yeah, Trevor has no consistency. That's what was, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's what was so fun to kind of pick him apart. And then he'd, he'd always try to, he'd have some excuse for this, that, or the other. Trevor? No. Texter says, Roush... I would be more embarrassed by your big old head. Shut up. This was kind of the hostile texter uh, to the Mike Rutherford show. He got their show real riled up ooh. yesterday. Although he did throw in a KRC sucks, and I didn't appreciate that one bit, texter. So uh, you suck, buddy. <laughs> All right, that's our show. Uh, one of our classic going long days. Yep, it happens. Hey, you get Greg Galliette on. You talk about all the great things at Slugger Field. You push the show back a little bit longer. Everybody have a great Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow. 
7 a.m. on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob. I'll take the Celtics tonight. Same. No, nothing's gonna change what I am. I was a young.